It's Pride Month, and on today's episode, we have with us our very own and very proud Mark Barta, who will queersplain some things for us. Mark joined us last time to talk about queer history and his project, Queermosphere. Today, we will talk about all of the letters in LGBTQIA+, what they stand for, in case you are too shy to ask. Welcome to the Lady Lawyer League podcast. They're a league of lady lawyers in an all-female law firm in Omaha, Nebraska, called Hightower Ref Law. On this podcast, You'll hear stories of what it's like to be a lady lawyer and an entrepreneur. Now it's time to talk about the law, share real life stories about representing clients, and discuss the current events of the week. It's the Lady Lawyer League podcast with Susan Ruff and Tracy Hightower Henney. Mark, welcome back to the Lady Lawyer League podcast uh, coming from down the hall within our own law firm. Happy to be here. You're like four cubes down. Four cubes down. Yeah. So you're here to queersplain for us today. I am going to do my best. Okay. So I think it might be best to start with just what these all these letters mean. Okay. And and what they mean, what you know, what you know about the history because of your vlog Queermosphere. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you have some insight on some of these letters. Well, I can tell you exactly what they mean. Okay. Let's start there. Um, so we'll go LGBTQIA. The L stands for lesbian. The G stands for gay. The B stands for bisexual. The T stands for transgendered. The um, Q stands for either queer or questioning. The I stands for intersex. And the A stands for asexual or ally. And oh. then plus, because... There are lots of others that can be incorporated if you so. Choose. So it's not a math equation. It is not a math Thankfully, equation. We it's not algebra. Math. It is not algebra. <laughs> X equals. You would think it's algebra because it's letters and an uh, addition sign, but thankfully it's not. No. We don't like algebra here. But yes, this. What did we figure out? This was called an initialism. An initialism, but it's not this, an acronym. That's right. Because it doesn't create a word. Correct. Yes. Libitqua. Libitquia. Libitquia. That sounds like was that, an island somewhere. It sounds like a Is alcoholic that beverage. I feel, you know Portuguese. You lived in Brazil. Was that Portuguese? It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Like, <laughs> Some people might ask, what is what do some of these words mean? Like, what does questioning mean? I think the others are maybe more self-explanatory. I feel like questioning is you're in a transition phase in your life where a lot of the time I would say, you know, as we go through puberty, we have a lot of questions about what's going on with our body or, you know, uh, who we identify as or who we're attracted to. So I would say uh, at that point in your life, you're just trying to figure something out uh, in terms of your sexual identity. Uh, which way you lean? Um, do you technically need to label yourself? Are you okay with just being who you are and, and mm. that being it? Um, so I feel like the questioning portion of that kind of encompasses that that portion of of the queer community. What about queer in general? I think, and there are people who do not agree with me, but um, I believe queer is all encompassing. So um, queer used to be a term that was derogatory. Some people will still say that queer is derogatory. I've reclaimed the word. Um, It doesn't bother me at all. Um, So I would say that if you're a lesbian, you're queer. If you're gay, you're queer. If you're bi, you're queer. If you're trans, you're queer. If you're queer, you're queer. If you're intersex, you're queer. If you're asexual, you're queer. If you're an ally, you're queer. You know? Oh. Like, 
So it's the umbrella. It's the umbrella. It's the term. rainbow umbrella. Yeah, and yeah. a lot of the time you just can't get out LGBTQIA2S whatever it is nowadays. Yeah. You know, also we're in um, a movement like a civil rights movement where marketing matters. So we also have to have one of these uh, initialisms that are memorable and easy to recite and, mm-hmm. you know, noticeable. So the longer it gets, the harder it is to kind of use. Right. Tell us about uh, the T, transgender. Well, um, Transgendered individuals um, don't identify towards the gender that they were um, born. So uh, a lot of them choose to, uh, for instance, if you were born male, they choose to present as female in their day-to-day life. Um, There could be many facets of that. There there could be surgery involved, or some people don't um, have any form of surgery, uh, uh, sex reassignment surgery, and just live their lives as they feel comfortable. But uh, in terms of being transgender, uh, you just don't identify with what's on your original birth certificate. And what about the intersex? Intersex is, is I don't, we're going to have to cut this. Um, I'll just not ask that one. Well, no, I can talk about intersex. Intersex. Okay, so start over. Intersex is their group of individuals who are sometimes born with both pieces of genitalia. So um, sometimes one part of the genitalia is larger than the other part. Um, it just kind of just is an individual. Uh, it depends on the individual. But that is basically what intersex is. You have uh two forms of genitalia. Another book recommendation is mm. Middlesex. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, I've never read that. Eugenitis? Eugenus. Well, there's a D in there. Oh, Eugenid. Anyways, Middlesex, so good. You've All read his season? books are good. He wrote Virgin Suicides. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So Middlesex was a really good book about um, an intersex individual mm-hmm. and the story of that person, fiction, because mm-hmm. otherwise Susan wouldn't have read it. Right. <laughs> so, well, good recommendation. Inter- the intersex community is interesting as well because a lot of them will say, yes, we're part of the queer community, and a lot of them will say, we don't want the I. And like, isn't intersex the like medical term? It's a, it's a medical I term, believe I believe. so, because I don't believe we can use the other term anymore. Um, yeah. I can't even remember what it's called, but it's not appropriate to say anyway. Okay, so A. <laughs> the a, other term. A starts with an be also asexual or ally. So tell us about both of those. Okay, so like. <sighs> asexual, like what's that? So asexual is just a person who has no sexual desires or attracted to anyone sexually, basically. And then ally. And an ally would be the folks in this room with me who um, want to bring equality uh, to the queer populace and have everyone be treated equally, I would consider an ally to our cause. Literally the definition of the ally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the things that we do at Hightower Ref Law in supporting the queer community, um, I think really speaks volumes to what an ally organization looks like. 
I would definitely agree to that. I would say that Hightower Ref Law is probably one of the most progressive law firms in Omaha. Um, I feel like if there is a case where somebody um, in the community is being discriminated or affected in a negative way, that we would jump all over that and utilize all the resources that we have to get the best outcome um, we possibly could. So, And we like a good fight. <laughs> Ooh, do we? But do we? I uh, like a good fight. We like a good professional, respectful fight. Um, we like to win. Not not physical. We like to advocate. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. And speaking of that, um, June is Pride Month, um, mm-hmm. and in Nebraska, Heartland Pride is celebrating in July. Mm-hmm. So we are proud sponsors of the Heartland Pride Festival, which is going to be July 16th, and we'll be there with a booth at the CHI. I will be there. It's I'm going to so have a computer fun. taking intakes. <laughs> Mark's going to be signing up people. Schedule your consoles. Scheduling consoles. I can get a judge over here in five minutes. Wait, you just got married? Give it five years. (laughs) Come back. We'll do your divorce. Oh. Just kidding. So let's talk about some more terms that maybe you can help us uh, with so that we are all using the right vocabulary. We're all talking about the same thing. And maybe some terms that we don't use. Yeah. Like you should. But on this topic, though, like... I, as we're talking about this, I want to have you sort of explain, like, is this curiosity okay mm. in everyday discussions, too? Like, obviously, you can listen to the podcast. We're hoping this is some education for me, for you all. Mm-hmm. But as we ask these questions to a queer person, is that okay? I feel like it needs to be okay if you want change to come about as a queer person. You need to be... Um, available to answer those questions no matter how uncomfortable that situation may be because you could be changing someone's outlook that day uh, changing someone's mindset or leading the community uh, in the right direction so people who don't want to have those kind of conversations i'm not sure are really are on board with moving um moving the movement forward or progressing the movement where it needs to be. I can understand because I've had a conversation with Joy um, because we've, we're doing some DEI training here at Hightower Ref Law and she discussed that during the Black Lives Matter movement that she got emotionally and mentally drained because a bunch of white people just kept contacting her mm-hmm. about saying how do I be a better ally or you know am I a bad white person or these types of things. So as long as it's done in a tactful, meaningful way, I don't have a problem with it. And also, I think um, you know a big part of being an ally, whether it's in the Black Lives Matter movement or the queer um, community, is doing some of your own damn research mm-hmm. too, right? Read some books, read some articles, and then find a person who's willing to have a conversation. And if they're not willing, then find someone else or do your do more of your own damn research. I totally agree with that. Do I, your damn research. Yeah. If yeah, if you're going to be an effective ally, you need to you need to know what you're fighting for. You can't just expect, you know, the person in that community to be like, "Hey, do this." You know, it's more yeah. respectful I think if somebody said, "I read this book, I don't understand something in this," but that tells me, "Hey, look, you took the initiative to want to educate yourself on something that's important to me. Why wouldn't I stop what I'm doing to explain what you don't understand?" Hmm. You might have to read a nonfiction book every once in a while, though. Yeah. You might. There's some good ones, Susan. I'll, I'll read nonfiction, just not a book. 
I read articles. Oh, yeah. Blogs and vlogs like Queermosphere. Yeah. So one of the terms, Mark, that I think we should talk about Mm -hmm. is cisgender. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? It means that if you have a penis, you have no problem with your penis. And if you have a vagina, you have no problem with your vagina. And you have no problem with your birth certificate and how it's listed. Would that also be... Like, I'm cisgender. Oh, okay. Yes. So so queer people could be... 100%. Okay. So... You align with the gender marker I was born with. That's the term. Okay. Gender marker. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about that. What does gender marker mean? Gender marker are those M's and F's, you know, on your birth certificates or your, your, um, driver's license or IDs. Um, if it says female, you identify as a female, Mm -hmm. but what about non-binary? Well, as we've learned, and I, I knew this, but Carrie had brought it up, that we are, um, I think in 2023, that the federal government is now changing passports to give people who are non-binary the option of using a gender marker of X. So that's interesting. I don't know how that's... It's very interesting because that's done on the federal level. So then how does that translate into like a state like Nebraska where it's a valid form of ID, but that doesn't. You also have your driver's license, which is issued by the state. Right. It says. And if you haven't gone through the process of a name change and having your birth certificate changed, but you just go and get your passport with an X gender marker, it'll be interesting to see how that works. So a non-binary person does not identify with their gender marker. Does not identify with any gender marker. Any gender marker. Male or female. Okay. Right. Okay. Correct. See, I'm learning a lot. Well, and I mean, to tell you the truth, as a queer person in the last 10 to 12 years, we've had to learn a lot about our own community as well. Um, Because it's all of a sudden in the last five years, we've got all these new pronouns that people are associating themselves with. And so you've kind of had to pick up on on those types of things. Not only that, but like transgendered Americans are coming more to the forefront um, in terms of media. Um, They exist, they've existed for a very long time, but now they're in your face and um, America doesn't like it. Did you hear about the transgender Barbie? No, Laverne Cox is getting your own Barbie. Yes, yes, I did hear. Laverne Cox, and she um, was involved in the development of the doll and the clothing awesome. and the hair and the skin tone. Cool. So all of it. And Target is actually doing some really cool stuff for Pride. They're like doing um, um, binder, like they're offering binders and like, you know, um, underwear that have like the pocket that, basically look like you possibly could have a penis for like trans men and so yeah a lot of things are happening it's out there people are going to actually just have to get used to it and 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 if you have a problem with the transgender barbie or the binders or the pockets just keep walking by them in the aisles go to walmart (laughs) yeah i said it Just, just, yeah. I feel like we could end the podcast on that note. <laughs> Go to Walmart. <laughs> um, I just feel, you know, yep. We're looking at the picture it's of awesome. the Laverne Cox Barbie. And, oh my gosh, the outfit. Yeah. Yes. I that would be like keep in the box. Yesterday. That oh would my be God, collector. this is on um, in India. So this is international news. That's pretty cool. They're going to yeah. sell out. Oh, for sure. I'll buy one. Wait, are they already in Target? 
No. There's a couple of things. Is it Mattel? Things. Yeah, uh, it's the it's the Barbie whoever yeah. the normal Mattel is. Mattel. Yeah. I love Pride Month because of all of the fun. I'm obsessed with buying Pride merch, like obsessed with it. I buy I bought like a box of cereal that will just sit in my second bedroom and it'll turn to dust because I'll never Wait, open it. But you have a Disney World yes! Pride pin. I was so excited to get that for you when I was at Disney. I World. love that. And can I tell you that I was afraid that I was going to lose the back of that pen, and I already have lost the back of the there pen. Was, oh, there was an extra, I, extra one. one. Yeah, we, we, it's sitting it's on top mine. of the file cabinet. Oh, my God. I got I'm more, so too, happy. if you need. Yeah. Okay, good. Yes, I did love that pen. <laughs> I love that pen. Oh, and not only um, another cool thing is they're doing a Pride five pence coin in the United Kingdom, and it's beautiful. So once they release that, I'm going to try to get my hands on that. It's gorgeous. A Pride coin? Yeah. So like actual money. Wow. Yeah. And that's how they're celebrating. And in the United Pride. States, we can't even get Harriet Tubman. Um, on I know, a, right? On money. That fell through. I know. That's some BS. Okay. So we talked with you last week and you talked a lot about your project, Queer Atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make sure that listeners um, know about it um, and that we will have information in the show notes about where to find sure. it. Because you are doing some amazing things on your Career Atmosphere project, um, and people should listen to that. So it's on Sundays? Yeah, I do. Um, normally it's around, I try to keep it no more than seven to eight minutes because I've learned that people just don't have um, the bandwidth for more than that. Um, basically what I'll do is um, I get articles from lgbtqnation.com uh, every day and on Sunday morning I will go through and pick the three that speak to me in some way and I will record a video of basically reporting on those articles and giving my opinion um, and yeah just Sunday mornings, uh, it should normally post by 9 a.m., 9, 9.30. And then I'm usually there every Sunday. And on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I'm on TikTok. I'm, well, Queermosphere on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. That's a lot. It wow. is. I mean, it's a lot of work that you do. You know, I would say it's easy because I don't put the work that I'm supposed to put into it. Like, I just started professionally ed- editing my videos, which I should have always been doing. But you would be surprised that, like, that's not, it's easy. It's not hard to do. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you're doing it. So I it. probably could, I can, like, do picture in picture now. Like, you know, once I get a little bit more motivated, it may be Oh, we're evolving. Better. Yeah. Picture in picture. Picture in picture. Yes. All right. Well, what are some things that you want um, listeners to leave with as far as what we talked about today, um, words matter, those types mm. of things? What's important? I think, yeah, words matter. So uh, don't don't say anything or do anything. Words and actions matter that you wouldn't do in front of uh, a queer person, um, you know, just to be funny or to hang around with your straight people because it's still as damaging as if we were around because you are taking that... Um, negativity and you're spreading that and you don't know if you use that term with somebody else if that person is going to go to one of their friends and use that term and then it gets spread and and so I think the biggest thing is if you see something to say something um, if you're going to be an ally then step up um, if you see 
you know, people are getting beat up and, and dying every day for being who they are. Um, so if you see somebody who is, is in a difficult situation, be that person to call 911, or if you're physically able, step in and see if you can uh, help the person in need, because we need uh, allies more than, than anything right now. Um, being queer and being an American is, is not something that I'm super proud of right now. Um, we don't have the backing from the government. We can't even pass the Equality Act, for God's sake. Um, we can't get federal hate crime legislation on the books. Um, so we've got a lot of work to do. So I would just tell people, if you, if you want people to be equal, then treat people as your equal. Um, just be nice, damn it. Damn it. Yeah. Be nice. And you know, that's part of the way I end my vlog every Every episode is I always say, start out by being nice. And then I'll add something like, but if that person isn't buying what you're selling, then burn the bitch good. So always <laughs> start out by being nice. But if they can't handle it and if they're just going to be a complete wash and not, you know, want to A, learn from what you're trying to throw down or at least listen to you, well, then just... Turn the other cheek and just say, screw you then, and move on and about your day, and don't waste your time. Burn the bitch good. Burn the bitch. That's right. <laughs> Use your mouth. Like, that's one of the most important <laughs> things. God gave us the ability to speak, so start talking. If you see something that you don't like, then say something about it, because maybe that person doesn't know, or they're not aware, or, you know, so it's all about informing others of what makes you feel comfortable, what makes you feel uncomfortable, what's acceptable to you, what is unacceptable to you, etc. Well, thank you for educating us today on this topic and in celebration of Pride Month yeah. in June, but we get to celebrate it two months in yes. in the heartland. So yes. I'm very excited. Check us out at the Pride Festival. Come see Mark. He'll be doing consults. I will consults. be there. Yes. <laughs> He'll just be doing the Not consults. just for divorce. We could do estate plans, your wills, all that good stuff. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks for, for having being me. Here. Thank you, Mark. No problem. Thank you for listening to the Lady Lawyer League podcast. And be sure to like and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about our firm, Hightower Rep Law, please visit our website at hrlawomaha.com. We'll see you next week.